Hi everybody and welcome to the Mental Toughness and Body Show. My name is Rob Evans and I'm your weight loss coach, health strategist and internationally published author, helping take your life and your business, your health, fitness, mindset and body from where you are right now to being unstoppable. And today I want to ask you a question. Are you faking it? Yes, that's right. Are you faking it? Are you faking success? Are you faking the career that you have? and how you're enjoying it. Are you faking relationships? Are you faking your health and fitness? Are you faking happiness? And heaven forbid, forbid, are you faking what's going on in the bedroom? All very important questions. But why am I asking you this? Because I see so much fakeness out there. And if we live in a world and a society right now where it's so easy to fake stuff, in an online world to make it look like you live this amazing life, you're this successful person, of the amount of money that you're making, the amazing relationships that you have, the health and fitness that you have. I mean, you can fake your body. I mean, you can be photoshopping it. You can be um, putting apps across your body to put in abdominals, make your, your your butt's bigger, your butt's smaller, your thighs thinner, your thighs bigger, and putting definition into your arms and your shoulders. You can fake all of that. You can fake the level of happiness that you're having. And obviously, maybe we'll finish with this one, you can fake what's going on in the bedroom. Now, there is no goodness to become of this because I want you to ask yourself a question. If you are faking an area that I've just mentioned there, then why? Why are you doing it? Because it's not being the authentic you. You don't have to lie to get what it is that you want. If you do, there is something fundamentally wrong with your mindset and the way that you're processing, this is the person that I need to be in order to get what I want. What's the sense in pretending that you've got something that you really want when you don't have it? That's only going to make you want to fake more. It doesn't work. It's not good for your mental strength. It's not good for your mindset and your mental health in the long term. It's not good for you as a person. It's not being true to who you are. Let's talk about each one in order perhaps. Let's talk about success. So many people I see fake success. Now, first of all, it comes up with your definition of success. Where I see it most is that people are are faking their success in terms of financial. People seem to think that if they're sitting in a fast car or they're standing in front of a fast car or they're um, at a certain location holidaying, uh, faking that they have this luxury type of lifestyle and all which is implied that then that you've got all this wealth where the reality is that you don't. I mean. Pretty much anyone can do any of those experiences or fake a photo so that you are looking like you're having that experience or making it look like you own it, but you don't. You can be standing in front of a car. You can be standing in front of a house. You you can go on holidays somewhere. You can rent a car. You can do all of these different things to make it look like you are this certain type of person, but is that really the image that you want to put out there? 
Those people that are truly wealthy and highly successful, guess what? Go and check out some of their, whether it's their Facebook, um, their social media status, or um, you know, you look for images and so forth about them. People like Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, you know, the, these are the, the richest people in the world, even Bill Gates and um, Zuckerberg and all that sort of stuff. They don't do it. Why? Because they don't need to. And the people that do it seem to need to say that, oh, look at what I've got. This is how successful I am. When truly successful people don't do that. That doesn't impress other successful people because successful people can see through it. You can tell if someone's faking it, but it impresses a lot of people, perhaps, but it doesn't impress successful people. So don't do it. It's not who you really are. So it's not worth faking it. Your career, how often have you faked that you enjoy what it is that you're doing? Are you faking the fact, well you get up every day and go to work, and there's something like 83% or something around that number of people that hate their job. Not just don't enjoy it, they hate their job. So few people love what it is that they are doing. I was one of these people. I used to go to work every day just hoping that one day I would move into a, a position within the organisation that I would absolutely love. And after 19 years of making different moves in different organisations, and I was 13 years in my last one, which was quite a diversified organisation, so I was blessed to be able to move around a, a reasonable amount and have different roles that were really enjoyable. But do you want to go to something that's really enjoyable? No. You want to go to something that you love, something that you're passionate about, something that you can't wait to get out of bed every morning and just get started on your journey. And that's what I've been so lucky to be able to find now. Because for so many years, I just hoped that, gosh, I hope I can find it one day. But within that, because I don't like the word hope, but within all of that, every single day I had this hunger to ask myself the questions about what is that next step for me? How do I keep moving forward? How do I keep growing? And if you're, I keep searching for what I want, then I'll find it. It's when you stop and give up and you just fake that, yeah, look, I've got this really great job, I've got this career, etc., etc. But deep down you know this isn't what you want to be doing. So let's not fake it. When it comes to relationships, oh my goodness. How many relationships do you fake the fact that you really enjoy their company? I'm not talking about intimate relationships. Yeah, I'll talk about that in a second. But how many friends do you have? I'll put it in air quotes or whether it be family members or just certain acquaintances that you hang out with, that you're faking a relationship with them because you don't really enjoy it that much. How many of us tolerate people that are really negative or toxic or not adding value to our life and yet we let them stay there? It's not good for us, okay? It's not being true to you. 
I'm going to come back and talk about a bunch of these in a second. Your health and fitness. Like I said before, you can uh, get apps if you want to, you know, strip off your clothes and apply these apps across photos to make you look slimmer and healthier and fitter than you are. My God, why? Why do that? Again, that's about putting yourself out there in a context that is completely not you. And what does that do to the long term you? Because on one hand, you can say, oh, wow, look at this on social media or wherever you're putting it. And say, look, this is what I look like. But then you stand in front of the mirror and you look at it side by side and you say, you're nowhere near that because you've altered it to make you look like this. So that's one thing. Now, I know there's probably not a lot of people that do that, but there are some people that do it. Why? What's the point? Perhaps, oh, it's a bit of fun. No. Are you really doing it for fun? I mean, applying a filter on Snapchat or something like that, that could be a bit of fun. But when people, you know, do this on their images and they're posting it on social media and holding themselves out to be like that, expecting the praise and all that kind of stuff. That is searching for something that you've currently got missing in your life. That's to do with your self-confidence, your own self-image. Where other people fake their health and fitness is, well, from a health perspective, they just don't go to the doctor and they mightn't be feeling good and they're scared to go and really have it investigated properly. So they fake the fact that, well, actually, no, look, I'm okay. I'm okay. But really there's something going on underneath but because they don't want to know the truth. They fake how good it is that they're feeling. Men do this particularly well because men aren't great at taking care of themselves and going to the doctors and having a look at all those things because they think, oh, well, I, what if I go? That might mean, gee, they have to do this or that. And I don't want to do that. That feels uncomfortable or sounds uncomfortable, so I don't want to do it. So I'll just pretend that there's nothing now. Uh, people with their, their fitness side of things and how they take care of themselves most people you ask will say, oh, yeah, no, I'm pretty good. Even though they might be overweight, unhealthy, unfit, not functionally strong, not sleeping well, not energized, not focused. They'll say it because they want to put out there the fact that they are better than perhaps they really are. Why? Because they want people to think a lot more of them. We are super funny creatures as humans. We want to be seen to be doing the best thing. I'm just going to interrupt this. I'm looking at my window right now and there is the most beautiful, brightest rainbow that I've seen in a long time. It doesn't look like rainy, but obviously it is over there. It looks so beautiful. I didn't fake that rainbow. Happiness. How many times... Do you talk to someone and say, yeah, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I'm doing this and that and that. But when you really break down, if they were completely honest, you know that that's not the truth, but they're faking it. And it's probably an accumulation of all the things that I've just gone through that is why they're faking their happiness. But really, if you did more work to work out the first one, success. What does success really mean to you? And happiness, what does happiness really mean to you? I mean, people from the outside looking at me often criticize me 
or tell me that I'm boring or would say, why the hell would you ever want to live like you? And yet, from my way, looking outwards, I'm the happiest that I've ever been. I live a really wonderful life. I'm doing all the things that I want to. I associate with the people that I want to. I'm growing, I'm taking care of myself. I'm so happy. And so isn't it interesting how people will have a perception of what you live like and because your standards don't match up with theirs, they become critical. And the irony is usually if they took on some of the things and the values and the beliefs and the actions that I took every day, they would actually be a lot happier. But they don't. It's easy to stand on the sidelines and just criticise you. So what's the point in faking it? And so, once again, this was a habit that I used to do because most people don't tell you the truth. How are you feeling? What's going on in your life? It's crap. I feel terrible. I'm depressed. I'm tired. I hate my job. I don't have enough money. I hate my relationship. Nothing's going right for me. I'm not growing as a person. I'm dying inside. I just hate every moment of every day. No one's ever going to tell you that. Some people might, but most won't. But instead you say, no, it's going really good. Say, yeah, this is going well. And yeah, I'm really taking care of myself. And you just throw in stuff and make up stuff so that people don't think that you're a crap person. But again, it all comes back to that that self-worth. Let's go through and talk about maybe some of the approaches that you need to be taking so that you don't have to fake this. The very first one about success, you absolutely have to define what success looks like for you. And if you have been one of those people that fakes things a bit, ask yourself why. Why would you fake it? Me personally, I don't care what anyone else thinks about me. All of my life I've been a little bit different which is funny because most people want to be different and stand out in some way. But on the same token, most people want to fit in and belong. And when you stand out so far, you can start to not belong or feel like you don't belong. And I see that this could be a big problem for, say, your your big movie actors, for instance. From a young age, they want to fit in, but as an actor, they really want to stand out. And once they really stand out, they can no longer fit in to perhaps where they originally wanted to because they can't just go down to the shop and do, you know, do all those things because they're now a movie star and they've got everybody that wants something of them, whether it be money, whether it be time, whether it be a photo, whether it be an autograph, you name it. So it becomes tricky to be able to do that. But I think when you define what it is that you truly want to be as success for you, that's when you start to uncover things about yourself. You want to discover what is authentically you. And for me, all of these things that I've just mentioned are interrelated to this process. Because I looked at my life and I thought, 
I spend most of my time each day and for many years of my life will be at my job. And I thought, I can't keep doing what I'm doing and expect a completely revolutionizedly different outcome. I just can't. So through that process, I realized that I really wasn't being true to myself and I wasn't going to enjoy what I was doing in the, in the moment using my qualifications as a chartered accountant to achieve the goals of my um, success and happiness that I wanted to achieve. Now, from an earlier age, when I first started, I saw that in my career, I first started out thinking mum and dad never had any money. Money was always an issue for them. Even though they never talked, it, talked about it, sorry, I could see over the years and in hindsight that money was a struggle for them. They, neither of them were good money managers so therefore, they never really had that much of it. Anything that they had, they spent. They didn't save. It took them uh, way, way too long to pay off their mortgage. Uh, it was crazy. So what I did was had a, a hunger for money when I first started my career. And so I saved a lot, I worked hard, and I was looking to progress up to a level of income where I thought that, gee, you know, once I get to $100,000, that's really, really impressive. I didn't think that from the very beginning. The first step was, okay, how do I get, I started on a wage of $25,000 in 1990, which is a really good wage for a graduate uh, placement in one of the big accounting firms. And then I fairly quickly, over a couple of years, got to $40,000 and then went up to $45,000. And then I left that organisation and I took a, a step up to, oh gosh, I can't even remember the number now, so I'm going to make it up. But I think it was like $65,000 or something like that. And that was a big step up. I left the organisation, it was like a $15,000 increase. And then I was with that organisation for a couple of years. We got a couple of um, automatic pay rises and... Uh, then from there I went into another organisation, again took a step up there and uh, then eventually got to the, the 100,000, then over the 100,000 and that's when I thought, wow, you know, I've really made it here. This is really, really good. And then, of course, my income just went up every year. But there comes a point where because I'd, I'd reached that financial goal that I wanted to achieve and, um, you know, there was a, a success for me from that early age was like a, a millionaire. How do you become a millionaire? I wanted to have a million dollars worth of wealth. And once I was able to achieve that, then you go on and set you know, different goals about oh, multi-millionaire. Uh, but what I realized was that money doesn't make you happy. Okay, It certainly helps give you choices and options. So I just got to have a mouthful of water. But money by itself doesn't make you happy. But because I was so hungry for it early on, I found this pathway to do it. But then after those 19 years, I realized that this isn't going to sustain the other aspects of my life that are really important to me. So it's time to stop faking, really enjoying coming into this each day and find what's going to be authentically me, which is doing what I'm doing now. And it is really true 
where you follow your passion and you throw absolutely everything into it, the money will come because I had to leave a six-figure income, go back to zero, didn't have any clients. Well, I think actually I had one client at the time and then I built it from there. And now I make more money than I did when I was um, working a, a corporate career. I have more flexibility. I work harder. I work more hours. But I love it so much more. And it's just a part of who I am and I wouldn't be the same person if I took this away. I just wouldn't. And so that was the first step in me really being true to myself and discovering that authentic me and what I really love. And then I started to explore other areas of my life as well to say, well, do you know what? You're really not living up to happiness in the other areas of your life. So I defined what success was for me. I worked out what was the career that I was going to do for the rest of my life. And then when it came to relationships, after probably faking it for six to seven years, I realized that uh, this unfortunately wasn't the marriage for me. And we still got on really well. You know, we're still good friends. We're still there for each other. But it wasn't the... I suppose the passionate, romantic relationship that I wanted. We were good mates and that was kind of it. And so that wasn't something that I was prepared to fake for the rest of my life. I thought I'd rather be single or give me the opportunity to find that relationship with someone else before I die because life is short. And that was just the definition that I came up for me with what, what I was looking for in someone. My health and fitness. This is an area where I did lie to myself about it. I was faking it for a while. Uh, even as I'm doing the career that I'm doing now. I mean, for many years, I used to look at myself in the mirror and say, yeah, you, you're looking really good. But I determined a definite, uh, sorry, a different definition of success for what I wanted to achieve for my body. And I said, you know what, I'm, I'm a really focused, dedicated person, and yet I don't walk around with the body that I want. I wasn't overweight, but I wasn't defined in a way that I thought demonstrated that I work in this industry, and I really take care of myself at a higher level than most people do. Because there's plenty of people that work in this industry that don't look very good at all in terms of their own body, and there's uh, uh, many examples of others that look exceptional and work in the industry. But I wanted to be one of those more exceptional people. So I changed my rules around it. And I said, stop lying to yourself about saying, yeah, you've got, uh, for me, it was about the six pack. I guess that's the first thing that you'll look at. I said, you're telling yourself that, you know, you have this six pack, but you're, uh, it's sitting there, but it's not defined like you really want it to be. So stop pretending that it is and instead of convincing yourself that you don't have the time or the resources or the ability or whatever to be able to achieve that instead find out what's going to work for your body and just work like hell until you get there and so these last couple of years or year and a half now that i've been focused on it and living my best life my best body 
I look the best that I've ever looked. And I love that experience of every day I've got an opportunity to make my body better. I don't need to fake it in my own head. It's not like I was telling people about it and say, oh yeah, look how good I look and faking photos or anything like that. I just wouldn't put photos out there. But the important thing was I stopped faking it to myself. And that's a really big message from a lot of this today. The happiness side of things, I was faking that as well. But now I don't have to because it radiates from me because I know that I'm living my best life. But I'm also looking for what are those opportunities to make it even better? How do I keep growing? How do I keep searching for those things that are, are really important to me and really make me thrive? Now lastly, as I promised you, we talked about are you faking it in the bedroom? Now obviously this is an ultimate no-no on both sides. Let's face it, you can both fake it. But if you're faking your sexual intimacy, then there's a much bigger problem. I would suggest that there's a major communication problem in the bedroom. Why do you need to fake it? If you are being your authentic self in the bedroom, my goodness, your whole world opens up to you in a way that you probably never comprehend. But you've got to be the true you. I mean, in my uh, Awaken the Sexy Within online program, which you can get if you go to studiospt.com.au and go to the shop there or the programs tab, and you can get that program. It's $197, it's a 60 day program, most comprehensive course that I've ever done. It's really powerful. I have a whole module around this because it's such an important part of your health, your sexual health, but often it's a taboo topic that we don't talk about. And I'm not gonna talk about it in depth here, but until you get to that place where you can be in the bedroom and be your absolute true self, feeling safe, feeling like you can ask, ask for whatever it is that you want in the bedroom that's not gonna hurt anyone else, is not illegal, is not immoral, nothing like that, but you can ask for anything, you can give anything, then that's when you've reached the pinnacle, I believe, of your sexual intimacy because you both feel safe. You're both expressing your true selves and you're getting what it is that you want. Just think, you could be living right now in a world of fakeness where just around the corner is every possible fantasy that you've ever imagined that satisfies the criteria of not being illegal and not being immoral and not physically hurting people that you've ever wanted. It could be right there. And yet you're faking these different elements of the way that you're living and not allowing that true stuff to come out. The reason that it doesn't come out is because of your self-confidence, the self-image, the fear of being hurt, the fear of what if I ask for this and the person is disgusted or turned off or whatever. Well, what if you never ask, you never try, you never do any of these things, and you're never living your true potential. 
I am sure that most people have another one or two levels that they could go to in their intimacy if they were honest with themselves and they stopped faking it. So don't fake it, people. You only have one shot at this thing called life. If you are true to yourself, you live your authentic self, there is no need to fake it. You don't have to worry about what anyone else thinks because you step forward each day with this level of confidence that you don't have to fake because it's your true you. And you step forward knowing that you're the best version of you every day, you're the healthiest version of you every day, you're the most successful person of you every day because you've defined what it is that you want and you work towards that every single day. You're the happiest you've ever been because you're being true to yourself and you're doing the things that you want and you have the people in your life that you want. You're not faking any of that stuff. You're just being true to you. So if you want to reach out to me, you can go to the mentaltoughnessandbodyshow.com, opt in for that free consultation. I'd love to connect and make 2021 your best year yet. Stay safe. I'll see you tomorrow.